Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I'm your skipper, your host, your uh, uh, commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the uh, Commodore? Yeah, yeah. For that's the a good evening, one. Morning. Commodore isn't used enough. It isn't. Yeah, it's a good. I like it. Uh, could be a good nickname. Could I mean you know whatever. But John name, the Commodore my, Car. <laughs> my name is John, and with me this week. Yet again, is uh, Kyle. And Hello, <laughs> hi everyone. <laughs> hi, it's me, Kyle. Hey, uh, I wanted to say something. <laughs> Kyle, that sounded like this was now the first the time. time you've ever used <laughs> like a video call. Hello, hey, oh, how's wow, this thing I, work? <laughs> it's incredible to see you. I, it feels like it's been so long. Technology's crazy you. these days. Yeah. Holy yeah, you, shit! You can really connect with anybody, huh? Coming right through the computer. Wow. <laughs> Surfing the web into your living room. Wow. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I totally lost it. Nope, I didn't. The, you know, <laughs> what you kind of did, John, there was kind of imply that there might be other guests on the show. Yeah, yeah that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hinting. With and, me oh, this week is or, or that yet he's again. sick, Or that he's sick and tired of looking at us every week. I can't fucking week. get rid of you. <laughs> We've no, got Bernie Sanders on Holy the show shit. this Whoa. week. <laughs> yeah, we just, so we start like including guests in the title of the episode, but they never appear. <laughs> oh my like, God. It's always, the entire episode, episode is pre-show. Featuring can, Bernie Sanders. Can yeah. we get in trouble oh, for doing that? If we say Bernie Sanders is going to be on the show and he's not actually there, can the people at Bernie Sanders' office go, hey, you have to stop. You can't keep saying Bernie's going to be on your stupid podcast. I bet people do this. I'm sure. I, I mean, like, like, we just be like, oh, you know what? Next week, we're going to have... We're gonna have our, our friend Bernie uh, on the show. Let's He's subtly come talk to us about maple syrup and uh, homemade mittens. Yeah, yeah. Let's subtly start putting Bernie Sanders' name in all the descriptions of the shows, just to see what happens. Yeah, dude. Well, we can also intro. We can have fun with it too. Like uh, this week, we've got John Cena. You may not be able to see him, <laughs> but you can certainly hear him. John, how you doing? <laughs> Or it's, it's who just does like, a John Cena impression? We're just like I don't even know. I I wouldn't know where to go. I'm John Cena. Like, just white guy voice. Be yeah. a white guy. There you go. Um, you did it. I feel like if you just like constantly be like, all right, so we're gonna get to our guests in a minute, but like keep doing the episode. <laughs> oh my god! Like you're constantly like introing the show. You're constantly like, like building it up. Like, that SNL bit of always bumping Lindsay Buckingham off exactly. of that. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, well, oh, I'm we'll so end sorry, the show. Lindsay, we couldn't get you on this yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, we'll end the show by being like, and now finally, the guest we've all been waiting for, and then just end it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kick drum always plays us out. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I have I have a catch of the week I want to go over really quickly. Do it before we get to the main the main course. The meat. Man, we really mix metaphors on this fucking show, don't we? Um, uh, so I came across uh, I came across a TikTok of a woman 
who got an advent calendar. She got it was a D&D advent calendar, quote unquote. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the big advent calendar that has been going on this week. Go ahead. Uh, no, I don't know. You'll have to fill me in on that. We'll talk. S- yeah. I'll- s- talk to me after the show with Bernie Sanders. Um, yeah, in the so- green room. <laughs> So she was posting this video. She was like, I bought my husband a D&D advent calendar and we started opening it up how you're supposed to one at a time. And they got to like five days in and (laughs) it was all just trash inside of this advent calendar. Two Smurfs. Well, it turned out it was actually a total of three Smurfs on the follow up video that she ended up getting. So little tiny. Little tiny miniature. Oh, I should also preface that the top of the advent calendar, the thing that you pop uh-huh. open, yeah. it was Seattle Seahawks Hell print. Yeah. Like it wasn't even print, like digital wallpaper print. Yeah, it wasn't even D and D themed at all. And so she started opening it up. She found three Smurfs. Uh, I'm sure there's more than that at this mm-hmm. point. She didn't get very far in the follow up video, but there were also like a big uh, like teddy bear thing. Mm-hmm. And then a little toy truck that you had to like put together. These are all yeah, like, from like a kinder surprise. Yeah. So it was all just a bunch of random shit. I think there was sleeping beauty was in there too. <laughs> and I was telling a friend of mine about this. Who I was like, this is crazy one, because if you listen to the audio, I don't have the audio because it's literally just the woman laughing her ass off every time yeah. she opens it up and finds more trash. Um, And so I was telling my friend about this and they were like, Hey, I actually, that happened to my sister. I bought her an advent calendar that was supposed to be one of those like whiskey tasting advent Uh calendars with like a nice, a nice whiskey in it. And she was like, and she started opening it up and there were just empty bottles of the whiskey and garbage inside of it. What? Yeah. So I have a photo and then I was like, what really? That's what's up. No way. Yeah. So then I was like, that's, that's crazy. And I like Googled it to see if maybe this is a scam that's going on. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, it is. Cause I found oh. a Reddit thread. Oh my God. And I pulled up the photo or sh- they had a photo of it. Mm-hmm. And on the Reddit thread, it was the exact same packaging as what I've just sold sent, sent you. Yeah. It says the old and rare advent calendar. Yeah. And this is the same shit that was in their sister's advent calendar empty bottles random weird little chris i mean these are christmas themed at least this feels like the crackhead craigslist version of an advent calendar yeah basically it Uh, is like you get teeth (laughs) on this note god i need to call the cops i think (laughs) (laughs) trying to match some dental records solve that cold case (laughs) Uh, so there was a big thing um in the last week of an advent calendar a much larger brand advent calendar going viral for this kind of thing was it like gucci or some shit for like uh it was chanel chanel yeah yeah so chanel's advent calendar came and it looks like a chanel number five bottle and it was mostly stickers and dust covers like it was it was expensive. $895. Fuck me. Dude. And it came with and like little samples of fragrances and things like that. But like everyone was like, it is just paper and garbage. And you're paying almost $1,000 for this. Yeah, it's it's so this is a scam that's going around uh, with all kinds of things. I, I can't find it now, but under the Reddit thread, somebody had gone to the website that the person on Reddit had like 
linked it to. They're like, this was mm-hmm. the website. And it was like, and somebody copied and pasted the about section of the website. And it was like all <laughs> broken English. And like it, one of the lines was just reach out to us and we'll make custom things for you for however you want them. And it was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> That's a lot of words to say a simple thing. Yeah. So, uh, I wonder if there's a, uh, John, have you, have you taken to wish recently and looked up advent calendars on wish? No, I haven't opened that app in months. Speaking of which, did you ever get that shit you bought? Turns out I never ordered it. Oh, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm positive that I went through this whole flow. I must have just been too high and never actually completed it. Because <laughs> I was like, this is never coming. Oh, man. That that only ends that. one of two ways. You get, I mean, everyone that is on Wish has to be high, 80% mm-hmm. of them. But totally. it's either you get too high, you go to Wish, and you forget to hit the checkout button, or you go to Wish, and you buy way too much garbage. Dude, I put forget. so much shit in my cart because it's like the, the whole deal with Wish is that there's a time limit of like the deals. Oh. And so it's like for like 12 hours, it's like this much discounted. Right. And so I would do it and then I would forget and then go back to be like revisit. Be like, oh, it's like 10 times the price now. I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. These, these knockoff <laughs> AirPods are now God. like $40 instead of 50 cents. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it was that uh. cycle over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, I found it. Okay. Here. I found the Reddit thread uh, that has the about us here. Um, uh, Let me see. Let's read a little bit of this and then we can move on. No matter where you are, who you are and what you are passionate about, we want to be able to provide you with custom products that help you express yourself to help you express who you really are. (laughs) Okay. So, so, so whatever you're looking for, we plan to have it there for you. And if it's not, then hit us up and let us know so we can negotiate <laughs> or produce the best deal for you in no time. We are and would like to be here for you for a lifetime. <laughs> Wait, are you or you would like to be? <laughs> Whatever you need, it's right here on SweetieCenter.com. <laughs> and now this episode's sponsor. You know what? I was talking to a woman uh, not this morning. Holy shit. Yep, it was this morning. Kyle had I a was, long day. I was talking to someone this morning who's like apologizing because she's like, uh, we were speaking in English and she apologized. She's in midway through. She's like, uh, you know, I've, I've only been speaking English uh, for two or three years. So if you find something that I'm saying that's a little weird, just feel free to correct me. It helps me learn. I appreciate it. And I was like, excuse me, you've been speaking English for two or three years. You're fucking nailing this. I have been speaking this language for three decades and I can barely fucking speak it. I was an English major in college and I absolutely should be able to speak this language better than I can. You are doing fantastic for two to three years. She sounded great. She sounded great. Kyle got like way too enthusiastic <laughs> at the end. At this woman. I was like yelling at this woman. She's like, Please leave me alone, weird California. You can just say you you speak really good. Thank you. Yeah. You, can just, uh, you can just be like, no worries. <laughs> no worries. You, you got this. Um, so stay away from SweetieCenter.com and all their scam advent calendars. Honestly, stay away from any advent calendars. Like somebody, I saw a description of it and it was just like, it's for people to microdose Christmas. So just yeah. like, stop. Just yeah. stop and move on. Just I wait, did wait, when wait, I was a kid. When I was a kid, we had advent calendars, and I really yeah, enjoyed them. Usually, but, just full of chocolate, which is yeah, like yeah, sick. yeah. Also, 
they had they had a different like aesthetic back when I was like a kid in like the nineties. Mm-hmm. The nineties, you know, uh, era advent calendars were pretty fucking slick, man. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Good. Good ass <clears throat> chocolate. I um the last advent calendar I had was quite heavy. It was thirty beers. Uh, <laughs> oh one my beer god. A day. Uh, I, good luck refrigerating that thing. I I basically every morning would crack it open in the morning and see what beer I was gonna drink later. Put that bad boy in the fridge so I got something cold later. Our our um advent our, uh, when I lived in Chica, our advent calendar um for the thirty days of December was just a Keystone Light thirty pack and a cigarette. Yeah, hopefully hopefully it was during the orange can era, and then if you got the orange can, it was like oh you you win Christmas. Nice. Although we did drink one of those like every couple of days. So, uh, yeah. you know, Chico <laughs> is a different stone. place. <laughs> Chico's built different. <laughs> it's it was 30, 30 racks <laughs> of December. We love our mountain towns. Um, all right. Well, uh, you guys want to get into our topic this week? I'm, I do. I'm curious what it is. I'm doing my very best to talk about NFTs. Oh. oh. Oh boy, it's about time. <laughs> oh boy, okay. <laughs> so let's dive in. So this podcast is an NFT, right? Now, like it has to be now. <laughs> uh, we'll I mean, we'll get to that in the future of this. But I mean, what do you guys know about NFTs? So far, do you? I mean, we could start with the actual word itself being a non-fungible token. Do you know what mm-hmm. fungible means? Yeah. What's what's not? Yeah. To, no. He cleared not, it up. I know exactly what it yeah, is. Thank you. you. It's non-fungible. It, it's non-fungible, mm-hmm. non- and it's a token. It's pretty easy no, to understand. No fung. It's Basi- like a. It's basic <laughs> to understand. Yeah. It's yeah. a non-fungible token. I understand okay, token it, as <laughs> because I went to a lot of um like arcade sure, and yeah i I understand token you redeem yeah. it for tickets better physical things yeah like a giant stuffed teddy bear or a nerf gun yeah um, how far off the mark are we already <laughs> honest well i mean it could be here or there so fun can i take it to chuck e cheese is what i'm asking uh, you could probably there's probably a chuck e cheese nft, NFT. Out I'm, there. look i'm googling it already baby um so fungible just basically means that it is identical. It, it is it cannot be exchanged for something else. So like a uh, like money in in and of itself, like one dollar for one dollar is fungible. So you can exchange those types of things; they are equal. Um, that's kind of that's kind of the the basic level of things. Uh, Bitcoin is fungible. Mm-hmm. You can trade one Bitcoin for another Bitcoin. Right. Okay um however like one-of-a-kind trading cards those types of things are non-fungible so like you know that one like a piece of art in and of itself is non-fungible you cannot trade it for an identical one (laughs) Mm -hmm. like pokemon cards too well Well, i i mean there are multiple versions of pokemon cards but there are you know varying qualities and that sort of thing so like yes there are like shit out Let's say there was 15 foil Charizards uh, produced ever. 14 Perfectly have been mint. destroyed. 
Yeah, perfectly mint. But now 14 have been destroyed in the great fire of something. And uh, probably started by Charizard himself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The great Charizard fire of 82. So what was a rarely fungible item is now Mm non-fungible because there's nothing else that can that you got it. Yeah. Okay. I think I've got it. Also, by the way, before I move on, um, uh, the Chuck E. Cheese founder uh, released uh, an NFT. So there's not... Not an actual Chuck E. Cheese NFT, but the guy that did it. So that's not what I yet, found him. But not, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, my source today is uh, Mitchell Clark did a great article that was sort of like an explain to me like I'm five NFT version, uh, which is what I needed uh, for The Verge. So that's where my source is from today. Um, and w- one of the things that he was talking about is like at a very high level, NFTs for the most part are a part of the Ethereum blockchain. So there's all of this cryptocurrency that exists in the world now because anybody can make a stupid coin and mint it, mine it, whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck. Um, But the Ethereum blockchain is a cryptocurrency, but it is also a blockchain. And so that's what is supporting these NFTs. So it is storing extra information that makes them work differently from the others. Mm -hmm. That's part of why it is so unique because of the... The process isn't, it takes. Isn't there also talk of like how like Web three is going to be based on or like n- NFTs and um uh what are the cryptocurrency mm-hmm. are all going to be sort of tied together with Web three because Web three is supposed to work the same way that crypto works where it's the internet stored on individual it, a blockchain internet basically so NFTs yeah. are sort of integrated into like the new the new internet Mm -hmm. which is kind of crazy to wrap your head around i do not know much about web 3 i've not really done any research into it so i cannot confirm nor deny but a lot of the talks about like nfts and bitcoin in general is like especially with this metaverse yeah that facebook is trying to do like a lot of these things can exist in that sort of spectrum uh I mean, kind of even like a second life sort of thing, like the yeah uh, currency system that is in place there. You're going to need something that you can exchange in these virtual worlds. Yeah. And the blockchain, Ethereum, NFTs, those types of things will exist on that platform. So, yeah. th- I mean, totally. That makes a lot of sense. It's crazy. Um, Yeah. So I, I also want to just kind of like set a baseline. I'm still super confused about all of this and I have not like formed a solid opinion on where I stand of like the good and evil and greatness and uh, weirdness of all of this. So this is a very open discussion yeah. as opposed to me just kind of like listing off things to you because like I'm still learning about this stuff. It's not like, I mean, we're a couple years into this at this point yeah. and it is still ever evolving. But I, I mean... I'm- Kyle's got thoughts. No, you go. You want to play rock, paper, scissor? (laughs) Nah. You you always win, you son of a bitch. Uh, You can read me like a book, baby. Uh, No, I I want to establish what my general knowledge, uh, like meaning my baseline understanding of what an NFT is. Mm -hmm. Uh, I imagine it as um, the way you buy stock for companies, like public companies. It's the same sort of idea, except that it is for a physical thing like art or some sort of intellectual property or physical property even it's like you are able to own a piece of a like a physical thing versus um you know part ownership of a company yeah Uh, 
Yes and no. Um, that is only if that NFT is set up to act in that way. So I right. think what you're, you're understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, is be, because of the, uh, you know what? We're going to get to it. Cool. <laughs> We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. I think that Bobby, all I have is All I know is that there's those, uh, for a minute I was seeing on Twitter and shit, uh, the bored ape nfts that were going around um people were like some people were talking about oh i just got my bored ape nft and then they would post the image of it to twitter and then people would respond being like uh just screen just screen capped it uh got it for free you spent x amount of dollars on it <laughs> like yep. that's yeah. the one thing that i've seen that i don't fully understand okay about yes. e like yes. it just we're, seems we're, we're very on the same page we're okay and, and we're gonna get into it um yeah it all seems very volatile and ripe for trolling right now <laughs> yes and, and also no so there's a, a certain amount of like confidence that you have to have and a certain amount of like uh i don't know hubris but also like it, i mean it's a it's a very interesting way of art collecting i digress yeah. Um, there are many, many marketplaces that have been set up because you can sell anything digital as an NFT, mm. um, at like drawings, music, uh, an AI, mm. you know, any, anything that you like gifts is a big, is probably one of the largest things that are available on NFT marketplaces. Um, and people are welcome to be creators you can set up your own wallet you can set up your own shop on these marketplaces the biggest one um is, is open yeah open is one of the largest of the marketplaces that exist right now for nfts um and like one of the things that has been coming up more and more is like new creators but also people who have been a part of the internet culture for so long adding to it so like jack dorsey creating an nft out of his first tweet and autographing it and selling yeah it. so that was a, a a big you know step forward in some other form of art rather than like a gif of a cat which is what i think a lot of people are kind of familiar with with nfts of like it seems like kind of stupid art or stupid gifts for sale um that people are collecting for like ungodly amounts of money so like uh a couple examples was like <clears throat> excuse me um someone paid almost four hundred thousand dollars for a 50 second video by grimes um and then <laughs> that's already the most annoying one i've ever heard of <laughs> yeah the biggest easily hands down the largest and most lucrative artist that is in the nft space right now is beeple like I literally crap. okay so I saw people on Jimmy Fallon recently mm -hmm. talking about his NFTs and I was like god what was his name and I was just googling it to find it and yeah he had he's like a digital artist that makes crazy yeah. weird stuff his, his stuff is extremely surrealist it's hyper uh graphic and realistic and he does well, he like, has this skips. weird cube thing yeah. that he sold for 29 million dollars uh it was it was 69 million dollars oh this article says 29 oh my Hu god human one oh no that was a different one so the 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 like most intense one was uh what is it called i will have to find it but um 
His are actually pretty cool. When he was talking about them and he showed off the human one, it's like a giant three-dimensional physical box that projects a moon man, like a spaceman walking on different terrain. And you can like, at different angles, he's in different hmm. terrain, but it's constantly moving. Um, I can just share yeah. this. It's, um, it's pretty cool, but... He also then was selling like he was doing a drawing every day for X amount of like years. And uh-huh. I think some of those are now NFTs and like some of them are like so literally I, I think, hand doodles. I think that's what this one that I'm about to send you is. Got so it. it is called Every Days, the first 5,000 days. Um, God. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that's what he was talking about. And it's just, it looks like a series of cubes and all this stuff. But this one sold for $69 million in March. Crazy. This year. God. Um, it and is some of them are digital too. 21,000 like, pixels by 21,000 pixels. So someone bought this and they're going to print it and hang it. <laughs> so the thing with the digital like if they art. Want. Yeah, of course. Make it their screensaver. (laughs) It is. I mean, that is an insanely large file to begin with. But yes, that's a really expensive screensaver. If someone is spending sixty nine million dollars on a piece of art, they fucking for sure have a way to display it. That's going to be sick as shit. Yeah. So like, there are the thing like you just brought up, Harland, about like people basically right clicking and saving these things is very much not an issue but it is a thing but it's something that you can do um i'm actually going to send you one of i mean i just did it with the, the people thing john so like, yeah john just <gasps> sent us a 69 million you, you just broke the law <laughs> you broke uh, the non-fungible law of son <laughs> now you're going to <laughs> hey there, there's that thing coming in handy that's <laughs> our nft lawbreaker sound it's yeah, just a normal dude. siren it's oh, not I unique fucking, I can't send you this gift because it's too large. That's your sucks. Digital outlaw. Oh yeah, dude. Fucking Discord's weird like that. We have to upgrade our server, bro. Yeah, Discord <laughs> is not good for that. But maybe I'll send it in a different channel to, so that you can still see it. But um, anyways, there there are a number of things like this that you can very easily on your desktop right click and save. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, it, do you have the original thing that was minted? No, you don't. You yeah. have a version of it. You can still enjoy it. But do I have something that is, you know, 29,000 pic- or 21,000 pixels by 21,000 pixels? Yeah. I don't. I don't have the ability to, well, that's, to do that. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, it, it is a lot like uh, art collecting too, right? Like, Yes, it is if, a big art collecting thing. And it is a big flex for people with a shitload of money <clears throat> in order to do that. Because especially yeah. with like some of these larger purchases, all you're doing is saying like, I own that. So it's essentially like, you know, I own a Van Gogh mm-hmm. and I can say that I own a Van Gogh and I can tell you that I own it. Whether or not you come to my house and you see it, I still know it and I'm still telling you that I own it. Yeah, it's art is worth whatever someone's willing to pay for it. And if exactly. you are not, you know, within that class or have the means to buy that certain type of art, you can buy a print and uh, it might not make you feel the same way as the original would, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, uh, it's just a different, it's a different level of like living. And yeah. it's, it's just so it's crazy because it is the same thing where like having an NFT, it's like, it means something to the person that spent $69 million 
it means a lot to them, I'm sure, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And for the people that can just go, haha, I screen capped it, it's like one, they probably don't really care that much about it. And if you do, you're probably going to pay for a higher quality or something. Uh, may, you might buy, be buying other NFTs at, you know, at your uh, income level, essentially, mm-hmm. not just Look, ripping I them mean, from a website. So I, I can Google the Mona Lisa right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can enjoy it from the comfort of my home. I have yeah. a 5K monitor, dude. I'm sure it looks great. There's something about it's not integrated in my life. I don't if just because I'm saving the file to my computer, I don't there's nothing tied to my this kind of leads me to the ne- my next question, but like it's not tied to me in any way. It's not an asset. It's nothing that I am reporting on taxes. It's not actually affecting my life in any sort of way regarding mm-hmm. my portfolio. Right. So John, I I know the answer to this, and you can just say this when I ask this question is we're gonna get to that. Is <laughs> Do these things change in value? And do can if I buy an NFT, can it appreciate over time? And then I can sell it almost more? instantly. Yes. Whoa. That that is like that is the biggest thing with this uh, right now is the resellable thing. So it, I mean, much like art collecting, it is one of those things that you buy it and it will appreciate in value. Especially as like an artist gets more famous, as an artist like gains more clout. These things become more rare. They stop making NFTs. All of those things will factor into the value. And especially like what Harlan said, art is as much as somebody wants to pay for it. So like the value can exist in their own mind and it can also exist within a marketplace. So a lot of people are seeing NFTs as the future of fine art and that kind of uh, sort of marketplace. But I mean, myself included, I am a little bit skeptical as to mm-hmm. how that is going to turn out. The one yeah. thing that I do, like, I didn't, I didn't know this cat, and I listened to a really great podcast by The Daily about NFTs, um, where one of the best things about it is that if I'm an artist and I created an NFT and it sold, and then somebody who bought it then resold it. I will still get a percentage of that sale as the oh. original artist. So, um, Kings of that's, Leon that's released crypto as fuck. So you get yeah. royalties I on get your royalties. NFTs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is something that is like for people who are exclusively digital artists. Like Beeple is somebody who his entire medium exists in a digital space, and it is really difficult for somebody to create something that is of value that is of like. A unique thing that you can say like oh well you, i can just print that out or i can just yeah. watch it on the internet like the amount of time that did go into it the amount of like skill and effort to, that was used to create this piece still exists it's just yeah. you know digital well, art has been seen as kind of like a lesser art form and then like uh-huh. for a lot as, as opposed to yeah. like you know sculpting something out of marble uh, so, i i do want to draw this this point of why and also it speaks to why i don't i think nfts are not going anywhere mm-hmm. um money in general is something that we just collectively as a society like adhere to and then we build infrastructure around mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's think about it's it almost now. as if we live in a capitalist sort of <laughs> economic system well yes but my point my point being is that now even as we go further and further into the future here and we're, 
like I'm doing my banking, right? It's all fucking on the internet. It's just a number in on a web page. Yeah, you know I mean, what is it's a not dollar? Phys- it's not physical anymore. It's now yeah. just a thing that's associated to me. And the reason why we, we, we as a society continue to give it credence and value by believing that it exists. The fact that this much skin is already in the game for NFTs <clears throat> by the elite mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. means it's fucking stain and it's going to become a way for people to, uh, you know, retire on. Like, oh, I bought a new... Oh, yeah. Can you imagine the stories we're on someone's yacht later, guys, in the future? Someone, not us, because we're not buying NFTs right now. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I just got lucky with a couple quick NFT purchases early on. And, they, you know, I'm just getting this cashly or uh, monthly cash uh, uh, influx from the interest or whatever, the resales. Yeah, whatever. but that's that's kind of the bummer about NFTs is like from my understanding of, of how they kind of work or what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to be accessible to more people it 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 seems like it's gonna they they very much are for sure but it seems like it's gonna uh, it is still like like owning stock in a company where it's like only a few people like what is it like 80 percent of the population doesn't even have or own stock it's like the very top 20 percent own all the stock all of it and those are the people and it's it feels like this is on its way toward that being a thing that is might be accessible more accessible to more people but when you get up to 69 million dollars for some of these nfts yeah that's an extreme example though yeah totally yeah. i i just see that it i don't know it it seems like i said like how cryptocurrency was supposed to be sort of like level the playing field, like take your own money back into your own hands. But because it's so volatile, Elon Musk makes one tweet about fucking uh, Bitcoin and either the stock rises or it plummets. And a single Bitcoin right now is what, like $12,000 for one coin or whatever. Oh, it's no, really just much, much larger hour. than that. It's much yeah, larger it's like than 30, that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Point but made. But that, that, that made that. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. But that's that's the point I'm trying to make is that over time, the people that have the money are able to hold on to that money through stock, crypto and now NFTs. Mm -hmm. If they're going to be able to accumulate more money just by buying and selling NFTs, what the fuck does it matter to me? You know, I mean, there's a play to me where you can you can make a good call on an NFT. You buy something really when it's really cheap. Then someone famous or rich as fuck with some money to throw around then adopts it as like sets the new value at like I will buy this sure or whatever you benefit in that yeah. situation. But, but you then have it's to be in there, baby. It, yeah, it is also like I was looking up to see what some NFTs, like some ridiculous NFTs that have been made. And it's like there's a Charmin NFT. Like it's literally called NFTP. Yep. <laughs> oh I love that. That's good. So, so it's like okay, we're, we're like we're gonna just saturate the market with a bunch of worthless, stupid NFTs, and like, how does anybody know which one's gonna be good? It's it just seems like luck. It sounds at, like cryptocurrency to me in general. It, yeah. Yes, it, it is. Coin, it is know. a lot of that, but they're also. I mean, there are people that are just doing that. They're spamming, like essentially spamming the marketplace and oversaturating it for some things. But there are also people that are collecting things on a very real level. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, of course. <laughs> outside of the like craziness so the link that i sent you is a gucci ghost gif 
which was sold Wait. for three thousand six hundred dollars. God, that link is fucking atrocious. By the Look, way, guys, this. if Discord could handle the gifts that I was going to send, <laughs> be very small gifts, I wouldn't have to send you this dumbass link. What is this mm-hmm. one that's it's got it printed on a goat? Uh, is this a real yeah, NFT or a, or a meme? <laughs> Just a meme. Um, but yes, so a lot of the things that you're talking about, Harland, which was like the bored ape kind of thing, um, that in and of itself is what drives a lot of the NFT things. So these like uh, called their penguin community. So there's like the exclusive kind of like clusters of people that all like the same thing and want to support them and so they become powerful in that way so it's like everyone's collecting nfts called pudgy penguins which are literally just images of fat penguins that people are selling and it's in a a smaller community and so that's something that is driving uh some of these sales and things like that and people are collecting them like baseball cards um or pokemon like we mentioned earlier very much pokemon cards so uh crypto.com launched their nft site uh not very long ago which is a you know crypto.com is an enormous uh cryptocurrency app (laughs) didn't they also just uh buy staple center Uh, yeah so it's crypto.com center yeah Fuck. They had they couldn't fucking take the dot com off. It's so stupid. No, that's their name. That, I know. Crypto.com. Crypto.com sent like I, I think I, that's funny. It is funny and it is just so like ten years ago when or I mean maybe more, every time a giant tech company or just a company in general would buy up a fucking stadium and then you name it that stadium, it was like, ha, eventually all the stadiums are gonna be named after giant corporations. And fucking now, fast forward yep. twenty or thirty years, it's like crypto.com stadium. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh fuck. I, We've literally become like the joke. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for cornhub.website stadium. <laughs> stadium. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh one of the things like you guys are talking about NFTs as stocks there are there are things that exist like that so the the kind of baseball card aspect of this sort of it's hard to describe as like a community or as like a a movement whatever this is as nfts are uh there is one group that has like kind of really crushed it as far as this movement has gone uh which is the crypto punks um Mm. it's john watkinson and matt hall were the creatives of larva labs which is a you know uh like a think tank situation thing yeah kind of i mean they they were the ones they're just kind of artists they're like designer artists people uh and they created unique characters that were generated on ethereum blockchain and no two characters are alike so there's these little like 8-bit characters um yeah i've seen a lot of those in my yeah i'm looking at some right now i think yeah uh i will send you a little image of them because it's so interesting to me that that a lot of these have taken on a similar format of like of a character's face all sort of in the same like the penguins the fucking board panda guys and now Mm -hmm. these ones yep they're literally all on that three-quarter like right side of the face it's really weird yeah these Am I like crazy better, or he's got like better emojis to me? Yeah, yeah I, they, I mean, and they're all they're all very interesting and they're all unique. And so these are some uh they're they're kind of like at the top of the level as far as creators are going. They're uh these are limited to ten thousand. So that's they're kind of gonna cap it at that. Uh got it. 
but at the same time there are other people like so crypto.com put out like a deck of cards like crypto cards and there are hundreds of each card so you can own Mm. you know essentially like as referring to as an art sort of thing like a print Mm -hmm. you will have a limited print uh of that particular thing so like the the minting can be from one end of the spectrum where it is just one to somebody can make 10,000 of them. So it, it can be like owning a stock or it can be owning a Monet, or, yeah. you know, or a that baseball kind of card. Yeah. yeah. Huh. This is all um, very fascinating and confusing at the same time. <laughs> it's very much that. Um, so there's like some really kind of crazy ones that have been out there. Uh, like the, uh, the people one that I was telling you about Jack Dorsey's first tweet, uh, it sold for 2.5 million. He donated it, donated it to charity. There was a Logan Paul Pokemon Ugh. card. Ugh. That, I, re- uh, I remember when he really got into opening Pokemon cards a couple of months ago for no apparent reason other than it was trending. It's so yeah. dumb. So he bought a bunch of like vintage uh, booster packs and anybody who bought a Pokemon card of his. He also gave one of those booster packs and like, it was a big auction and something like that. But, um, there was another thing that happened that was, uh, on March 3rd, uh, masked men set fire to a Banksy print somewhere in Brooklyn and live streamed it on Twitter. Whoa. And they turned that video into an NFT and was it Banksy? The value. Wow. That'd quadrupled. Be a, that'd yeah. be a Banksy move for sure. Yeah. That's because burn that money. Yeah, a company called... And then the ashes are now an NFT. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A company called Injective Protocol bought the screen print entitled Morons White for $95,000 for the express purpose of destroying it and replacing it with a digital copy. And their stunt paid off and it sold for $382,000. Wow. Do you guys Uh, ever feel like just... (laughs) Old? Missing out on life like or opportunities like all these people are making their millions by doing this shit. i know and i'm sitting here talking to you fuckers on 8 52 p.m on a thursday night i yep. yeah i do but then i think about how many people exist on this fucking planet and how a marginal few get lucky enough to fall into some of this stuff yes. and i go so, you know what i'm gonna i don't feel that bad about not doing so much with my life <laughs> i'm gonna read you some statistics really quickly that will make you feel a whole hell of a lot better about all of that okay great uh, uh, before you do i just want to i just on some of these other nfts i found by companies pringles made a an mm-hmm. nft called crypto crisp an exclusive nft flavor i'll see you guys created (laughs) kyle's done (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah an exclusive nft flavor created by artist vasya kolotusha only 50 exist all starting at the price of a pringles can uh weird i I will share (laughs) I was approached by a company to help make NFTs. What? Recently in my inbox. And when I gave them my rate, they said it was too expensive. <laughs> what? Oh, what? What? And my Fuck rate them. was very reasonable. That's crazy. I will share with you after the show who that was. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, a little boy. inside baseball Anyways, going on over here. <laughs> I like a little inside baseball, baby. Kyle, you ready to hear some things that'll make you feel a little bit better about missing out on millions of dollars? I never watch the games. They always, they always happen without me. Sorry, I'm uh, doing a little money ball action here. John, hit me with some stats. One of the biggest things that is an issue with the process of this is it costs money in order to mint things. So artists end up paying like a, a certain amount of money to it's called like gas money it's kind of like what it's called for this so sales uh, cool, platforms dude. charge artists and buyers fees for minting listing claiming and secondary sales analysis of nft markets in march of 2021 the immediate aftermath of people's every days <laughs> uh the first 5,000 days selling for 69.3 million dollars found that. that most nft artworks were selling for less than 200 dollars yeah. With a third selling for less than $100. Mm. Those selling below $100 were being charged anywhere between 72.5 and 157% of the amount in fees. That that's so like So most people are paying <laughs> almost well, as much or <clears throat> if not almost double what they're selling their art for. That's like um that that reminds me of the stats for like OnlyFans creators where it's like 1% actually make any money. The other 99 make like less than $100 on their subscriptions on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. So reading that statistic made me feel slightly better about yeah. all of it because I think like when you think of it, you think of a lot of things of like people throwing insane amounts of money at something that could be very stupid like uh, yeah. uh the uh what is it in my notes the the nyan cat the floating cat yeah oh, pop tart nan cat whatever yes like. yeah. yeah uh like that sold for an insane amount of money and then the thing is is like i have to remember or those people are going to spend that amount of money on something anyways like yeah. i wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't published well, and, and that brings us back to like, you know, the whole art is only worth what someone's willing to pay for it. Mm -hmm. The other part of that is that art is typically only for a certain subgroup of people anyway mm -hmm. to buy and sell. So a lot, again, it go like the luck thing, like you either get lucky and someone finds your NFT or finds your art. There's a lot of great artists that exist today that don't get the acclaim and the recognition that they deserve that are probably more talented and more prolific than a lot of the famous ones. Only yeah. because the famous one just happened to be in the right place at the right fucking time or was already a part of that group of people that buys and sells artwork it, mm -hmm. it seems like it's a lot of the same thing with nfts it's like oh if you're a tech person and you got in on the ground floor of nfts and you knew a person who knew a person who had some money and yep. you're like hey you want to get in on this here's my fucking nft this is going to be worth something <laughs> i swear to god and they have money to burn like so that uh, you know the whole thing just feels like it is it's it alienates so much of the population and with those stats i think that my claim can you know I, I <laughs> assert mean, that it's alienated to an extent it's, it's already isolated just due to like uh limitations and understanding how like cryptocurrencies at all or yeah fucking, or economic basic which economics is what a blockchain a is 
Yeah, which is yeah. a lot of the things behind the stock market. And like a lot of people don't understand how that shit works either. So it's like, it's a very much the rich keeping people out of rich people places. Yeah. Which just uh, makes that shit more expensive and more valuable. Also, what yes. was really, really, really fun and exciting about the GameStop thing, which was like a pretty solid transfer of wealth, which we, we should eventually talk about at some point. Yeah, we talked about doing that. It's just it's a just lot. It feels like, yeah, it just feels like it's and it's never such ending. A big thing. I mean, hey guys, it's pretty, I thought it's this one was going to be a lot, lot now, and but, I think you can kind of scratch some surfaces. Yeah, we can always do two parts. We can always revisit. Yeah. Uh, um, I like I like a nice bow on things, you know. I like to just life talk about life it, isn't like that, my like, man. I'm not gonna think about that anymore. You know what? I don't want to talk about Taylor Swift and Fortune anymore ever again. <laughs> I'm good. We Done. covered it, dude. Yeah, look, guys, we talked about the mud flood. That's it's in the can. <laughs> yeah. Just like the just like the coffee, it comes in a can. Yeah, <laughs> it's mud flood in your girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time kyle will bring up mud flood again if if it's so he can do that mm-hmm. <laughs> do the jingle mud yeah. Flood. yeah i love that jingle baby <laughs> that was a really nice organic moment anyways back i'm gonna to I, you know what i'm gonna clip that audio and then put it in my soundboard and then you, you won't have to strain your voice anymore <laughs> yeah i brought the upper register of my oh. voice for all this yelling i do on this fucking show sorry Harlan, that's a sorry. great idea for an nft i'll just clip the mud, the mud flood, flood yeah. jingle there you go yeah um something that i came across i'm so skeptical honestly go for it i so throughout this whole process i learned quite a bit about when this started um and where uh, a little bit about where it's going and kind of like how i want to attack some things here uh i didn't realize that the first nft was created in 2011 Outside of the public awareness that it really kicked off in 2017, and that was like kind of the boom of it all. Uh, So it's not it's not like something that just sprung up out of nowhere within the last couple years. It's been around. It's been a thing that has been on people's radar. It's just kind of like caught fire in a lot of ways, and that leads me to I decided to place a bid on something. I I wanted to get some skin in the game here. We're throwing some money around. Yeah, I I went and I looked at what could be cheap and what could be affordable on OpenSea or on what on uh, Crypto.com because that's oh. where I have my crypto. I um, heard they got a stadium now. They do. <laughs> they do have a stadium. Yeah, that's great. Uh, good for them. Stadium. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, great but idea. I also, put their money somewhere. <laughs> so I did also. Uh, I love that idea. I did also want to try and uh, see if I can fucking show you what I've got going on here. Um, if you send a screenshot of this, I'm printing it out and framing it and I'm going to hang it on my wall right behind me. Okay. I'm watching stream. Oh, so shit. That's, that's what I bid on. Wait, okay. I bid on a cyberpunk's Gandalf gif. Hell yeah. Harlan, you got the watch stream thing going on? Um, you click on John's name where it says live and then you oh there we go okay I wasn't prepared I didn't know we were doing a live oh oh hey look at that (laughs) yeah that's that's what I bid on um it is not a lot of money and I mean we're talking like 60 bucks nice and it's uh, aligned with my interests and so I can actually like (laughs) make a little uh 
step into this world and feel okay and comfortable about it. Uh, there but- is one thing about this NFT that's really bothering me, mm-hmm. and it's that it shifts slightly to yep. the left. Me too. The eyes don't line up. The eyes should be in the same spot. Yeah. Oh, man. that's That was fucking with my, like minor ocd oh, but, but again i do, I do like i right clicked implies for the characters. And I, I saved it so i already own it but i want i want the Got right it, sure. to say that yeah. i own it yeah 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 totally <laughs> and receive any dividends as it's growing uh yes yes and also i wanted to i'm i didn't make it through it today because uh, that was when i started there's a lot of uh things that i needed to do but i wanted to open up a shop and actually make an nft yeah um so i want i was thinking about making one of us yeah hell yeah let's so do we it could sell it so yeah we put it up there people are yeah. uh, asking so like some of these things that people are buying like uh one of the ones that were really cheap was like 20 bucks and then people were relisting them because you can see the additions of things and people were like 19 million dollars that was right. like an asking price on something that was very cheap because people don't care they just want to yeah. see what they can get and see if somebody will actually pay for it well, yeah, and again, in in such a uh, expanding market of NFTs, that is almost a strategy to just mm-hmm. be like, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, maybe somebody will fucking drop nineteen million dollars on the any of jingle. our faces in, uh, you know, diving bells. John, yeah. let's do it. Draw let's our it. faces in diving bells underwater. And list it for a million bucks. We'll Just see gif. what we'll happens. Make a gif out of it and see what happens. Yeah. Well, because yeah. It, our name kind of plays off of a classic piece of literature to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems like that's kind of a theme is like a uh, parody almost in some of these NFTs. Hmm. Yeah. We might be onto something here. We, we could we'll do check a back. whole. If we're, if we're millionaires. By the end of uh, next, I'm month, not doing say? this podcast anymore. 100. <laughs> percent If I if I oh. became a millionaire tomorrow, bye. <laughs> uh, here's, no, no. For me, if if I became a millionaire tomorrow, the he only would thing only I do would the do, podcast. I would o- yeah, <laughs> oh, only. Oh do the wait, podcast. yeah. No, hang on. No, that does make more sense. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit! I can quit my normal page. job. <laughs> Harlan, you're out of here. John and I are continuing the podcast as millionaires. Baby. Start my own, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harlan, what would you do? Like, would you Just, not want to play uh, D and hang out not with us? Do, I would do nothing. Day? I would go off to an island somewhere and not talk to anybody ever again, oh, <laughs> and eat grapes all day. Grapes? That's bad. You only, that's gonna be bad. That's gonna be bad news for your digestion. Yeah, that's uh, I need the fiber. Mix it up. Well, there's fiber in grapes, right? Only fiber. <laughs> You're gonna be shitting your brains out, son, on that island. You need nutrients to survive on an island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we, we should just just really do. <laughs> do yeah. I'm out. You guys are starting your own thing. I'm gonna die of grape poisoning. D- I don't know. Terry on an island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be sitting on a pile of of money, and that's that's how I'm going out, <laughs> dude. Your I'm gonna make an island out of money, and that's how I'm dying. Cool. All right, I like that. <laughs> Think we can we can probably you know put this at uh you know a closing point here with us making an NFT, selling it, and then Harlan moves to an island that's made of money. Yeah, uh, there there are you know. A, a, so much more to explore with the nfts and kind of understanding and all this stuff and one of the things that i didn't get to with this because i think i want to do a little bit more digging on it is the environmental impact of cryptocurrency and bitcoin and nfts in general um i want to like have a better understanding of what it is but like some of the things is like you know uh the computing power need to support 
Bitcoin it's like as much as the entire country of Argentina or something like that. So like yeah, there's there's a lot more green. to be it's not yeah. physical dinero yeah. like a green back. That was definitely yeah, another I, hesitation of just NFTs in general. Is I I did that. see I did <laughs> see a clip of from another podcast, the TMG podcast, where Noel Miller was talking about NFTs and and specifically that. And he had looked into it and he was like, it's not actually as bad. Like, yeah, Argentina is a country, but like just saying the 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 amount of like energy that's needed to power a country it's like okay how much energy does that country actually consume mm-hmm. compared to uh, like the usa it, it's minuscule so i there has been i think some of that stuff debunked a little bit on how right, bad yeah. that it was why actually- i didn't really want to like dive into it just because i knew that there was there's more there to be <clears throat> yeah yeah i think it's it's people not fully understanding it and anybody it's a it's it's that thing of like anytime there's a new thing insert here people always either flip out about it or jump on board it's the same thing that happened when cars were invented Mm. people were like fucking cars are good what do you need a car for we got our horses right here all you need Mm -hmm. to give them is an apple and they're good to go cars are gonna kill everyone what you need here is an nft a non-fungible transport (laughs) all right yeah Yeah. and then like the other people are like well a car can't kick you in the head so you know over yeah exactly it'll kill you more efficiently (laughs) yeah everything can kill you that's the rule nfts as well yeah exactly so via global warming uh so look out for our upcoming nft drop uh, that will happen soon and then i'll report next week whether or not i own gandalf or not sick Sick. you put a bid you don't fucking own that shit yeah the the auction ends in a couple days oh Mm. nice i want to buy something stupid (laughs) <laughs> kyle kyle needs some retail therapy <laughs> yeah buddy you had a long day uh, <laughs> i just really need to buy new jeans i think it's like i should spend my money on. i got some guitar pedals you could buy yeah that sounds good i'll just i'll buy something I stupid i don't have anything buy something buy. reckless sorry I'll, I'll buy a bunch of reese's peanut butter cups and then oh. eat them. <laughs> I fucking falls. support that. <laughs> this is the most depressing outro. <laughs> I'm probably cutting this. No one's going to hear any of this anyways. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you again soon. This podcast is a product of Bird Bar Incorporated. Bird Bar Incorporated.